Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome back to Rise from the Dead podcast. I'm your girl, Ash, a.k.a. Ash to Ashes. And for this special episode, I am joined by two amazing Black queens, Dee and Selena. Say what's up, ladies. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) How are are y'all doing today? Going good. Pretty good. It's a good Sunday for me, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know about y'all, but we got hit with some snow and some freezing rain and all that stuff past, like, a couple days ago. So it's just been chill. <laughs> yeah, we had snow for some time, but now it's pretty much melting. But it was really cold yesterday. Super windy. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Yeah. I had snow last weekend. It didn't last. It only melted within one day. I wanted snow. To last for a couple of days. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, <laughs> that's the only reason why. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining because, like, I work in education, so we got two days off back to back. So I was happy about that. So that's the only reason why I like the winter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners. Like I said, this is a very special episode because it marks Rise from the Dead's first ever Black History Month Women in Horror month episode so yes i'm super excited a little nervous but i think we can handle this i we got this yes yes (laughs) (laughs) so instead of doing the whole typical icebreaker questions like what's your favorite scary movie yada 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 i decided to spruce it up and ask the fabulous ladies something like what are their who are their favorite black final girls or black female characters from Horror movies, TV shows, books, anything. And I got some listeners' responses, too. So I thought that would be a great way to start off the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So who would like to go first? I could go. All right. Take it away. <laughs> um, I thought of, like, recent women black women characters in horror movies um i really like brianna cartwright in the new candy man like probably one of my favorite black female written characters in film in general i think because i just i felt like she was just written so accurately um and i love that she was just a part just as a part of the candy man story as anthony um i don't know i just love her I love that ending too. <laughs> like when you the end, you're like, you better say Katie Man five times. Like, yes. <laughs> Don't keep us waiting like that. <laughs> yeah. I also love Red and Us, of course. Mm. And Lupita played a character in a zombie movie. She's a teacher. I can't think of her name in it. But I also I, like that one. And uh Little, what was the name of the movie? Little, Monsters. Little Monsters. Yeah, Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. still haven't watched that yet, but I know exactly what, what movie you're talking about. So good. I definitely recommend that. See, I would say those are my favorites. Yes. What about you, Selena? Um, I would say Alex Woods from Alien vs. Predator. Oh. I, I felt like she could have been the next Ellen Ripley, you know, but... I guess things have changed, but I always says that like she could have been in the sequels of Alien vs. Predator. So she is my favorite. And also 
raw digger from 13 goes yes I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, she just like, I had it with y'all. <laughs> I, I quit. <laughs> oh, she's hilarious. So, those two are my favorite. Yes, definitely. I, this is, I mean, so many amazing characters out there. And I was like, who is like my favorite in like a recent TV series, even though I didn't finish the show because it kind of ticked me off. <laughs> But I have to go with Prudence Blackwood from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, I mean, the first, like, two parts were pretty good. And then for some reason, I just, I just fell off of it. Yeah. I can't really, like, put my finger on it. Why? But, like, between her and then, like, the character of Ambrose, I was like, yes. (laughs) Y'all need y'all own spinoff so bad. Yeah, but like, I need to check it yeah, I have to check it out. I, I'm in love with the '90s like sitcom of it. Like that's me my too. Show. Yeah, so I mean, the show's pretty. I mean, like it's dark, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's not like the '90s show. I'm like, well, it's from a different right <laughs> like comic. I mean, it's completely different. But just the character of Prudence, like, yeah, she may come off as like a bitch, but like. She has reasons and she's just very strong-minded. She's strong. She knows how to handle herself. Yeah. And you just can't help but to fall in love with her. Yeah. Um, another character I would have to go with Jen from Sweetheart. Um, um I like her. Yeah, that I mean, the movie well, it came out like in 2019. It was like a survival. Um, horror film and she's pretty much like by herself throughout the whole movie so she's very smart she uses her resources around like the island and she doesn't play around and yeah I think I think it's still streaming on Netflix so if you have a chance make sure you check out Sweetheart Um, and so with some social media responses um, Shani Horror and Vibes said Letitia Wright from uh, Black Mirrors Mm. And Kiki Palmer from Scream Queens. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, she's going to be in Jordan Peele's new movie, too, this year. So can't wait to oh, see, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see her in that. I think she's supposed to play like a villain. Ooh, I know. She is so oh. talented. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love her. And it's like, because I mean, like, we pretty much grew up with, like, we grew up together yeah like so it's just it's great to see someone like like her like getting her getting like her coins and like just all the roles and getting her flowers yeah because she is very talented mm-hmm. yes, she is. all right and then a huffle of horror on twitter said rocky from Van- phantasm three mm, haven't seen that one i haven't seen it yet for some reason i can't get into the fat uh phantasm franchise yeah i haven't even tried I, it i tried it once <laughs> and i just i just couldn't do it so i said, said to myself i'm gonna try it again <laughs> <laughs> i know for so it's it took me a while to even finish the first film and i finally finished it when um shutter decided to show it like back to back on their mm-hmm. um 
like when they do like the streaming of movies or whatever. I was like, damn, this is on again. <laughs> but I've only seen the first two. I know there's like five more films or something like that after it. I, uh-huh. But I've heard of Rocky. <laughs> and they also said Yvonne from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. Yes, I like her. Yes. And I love the actress too. And mm-hmm. she's really good. Mm-hmm. And then with recent, she said um, Dina from the Fear Street trilogy. Oh, yeah. I liked her because her name was similar to mine and she liked the Pixies and I love the Pixies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. And I'm pretty sure Fear Street takes place like the week of my birthday. Like the first movie ends on the day of my birthday. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you were on uh, Kill the Dead. We discussed we're both October babies. Yeah, we're October babies. Yep. <laughs> yes. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Shirai said Sugar Hill from Sugar Hill. Yes. I, I freaking love baby. Sugar Hill. Mm-hmm. Raul said Lapita Nyong'o from Us and Little Monsters. Yep, yep. And Brandy from I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, she carried that movie. I don't care what anyone else <laughs> she did. She, she did. <laughs> All the way through. I agree. <laughs> and let's see. Kiara, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. She said Joy Bryant from The Skeleton Key. Oh, oh yes. I forgot about her. Oh, I loved her. She was so, like, she was perfect because she really cared about her friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie, and I love because that girl is in, that actress is in Honey, and Honey's in one of my favorite movies. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and she's like the best friend in Honey, and I love her in Honey. Okay, I need to revisit Skeleton Key. It's been a minute. Oh, I see. Like every year, I recommend to put that in your rotation because it's just so good. I know mm-hmm. some people tend to like complain about it so I don't really remember much of the movie to like know like the reason why Mm -hmm. but once I watch it I'll get back to (laughs) (laughs) y'all and Kiara also said the whole cast of Eve's Bayou Mm -hmm. and I'll I'll say it again Eve's Bayou is a horror movie Mm -hmm. I'll say it Mm -hmm. again (laughs) <laughs> and then my BFF Courtney said Brenda Meeks from Scary Movie and yes. <laughs> I love Regina King I love Regina King Regina Hall yes 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 oh yeah so a lot of good like responses and amazing characters and yeah but um and I, I did this completely backwards but usually I like to ask my guests to like talk about themselves. So before we get into our movie, <laughs> who are you? So I'll go with, <laughs> I would go with Selena. What would you like to tell the listeners about yourself? Well, um, I live in Virginia and I am a horror YouTuber. 
I've been doing this probably for like a couple of months. I started June of last year. Um, I decided like why not. I love talking about horror and I always post it on my Instagram and always have opinions about horror and thriller movies. So I just decided to start a YouTube channel. And um, my mother um, introduced me to horror movies, which is um, Evil Dead. And I've been loving horror movies ever since. And um, yeah, I mean, I just love talking about movies. And mm-hmm. I just love talking to other people about it. So <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. love it. All right. What about you, D? I am also a horror YouTuber. I've had my channel for, oh, almost, oh God, four years. It will be four years at the end of this month. Um, I actually got the idea to start this or my channel at Ghosty because I watched Horror Noir on Shudder. And it just opened my world to Black horror and like discussing horror as a Black woman with other Black people, um, people of color in general, really. But um, I just really appreciated that. So it inspired me to just start doing what I love, discussing horror. I also was introduced to horror by my mother, my grandma, my father. It's kind of like a family thing. Mm-hmm. I've been watching horror movies since I was like three. <laughs> um, and yeah, I love it. I just, just like you, Selena, I love talking about it with other people and also to myself on camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Like, I have to follow along with both of y'all. Like, my mom introduced me to horror, even though she claims that she didn't, but she did. <laughs> I'm not as picky as she is, but yeah, I get it from my mama. <laughs> but I do feel like as like, women of color we do offer a different perspective when it comes to horror Mm -hmm. especially like with like the situations presented to us so with that being said i'm so excited to discuss this movie Alrighty, for today's episode we'll be reviewing the 1974 blaxploitation horror film abby don't 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 i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) yes that's right, Abby, which is a film directed by uh, William Girdler, who was behind the film Sheba Baby and the Manitou. And we have a cast of, like, just legends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have William Marshall, that's right, William Marshall, a.k.a. Blackula himself, playing Bishop Garrett Williams. Terry Carter playing Reverend Emmett Williams, who he uh, was in McLeod and Battlestar Galactica. Carol Speed playing Abby Williams, and she's from the Mac. And we actually just lost her last month. So RIP to her. Such great talent. And um, Juanita Moore playing Mama Potter. She was in the Mac, and she was also in one of my all-time favorite movies, Imitation of Life. Such a good movie. So the, the plot behind Abby, a marriage counselor becomes possessed by the demon of sexuality when her father-in-law, a bishop, freed it while in Africa. All right, so... Have either of you seen Abby or like heard about it before I emailed y'all about being on the show? Yes, I um 
heard of it through the movie um, Horror Noir, Black Horror on Shudder. They talked about it a little bit. I think that's when I added it on my list because I was like, wait, there's a movie about a black chick getting possessed. That's cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I have watched um, Abby maybe once or twice. So this is like my third time watching it. But it's been a while, though, since I had watched Abby. Mm. Yeah, I can't. I feel like I, I've never... I've seen it once, maybe around like last year or the year before. And yeah, Horror Noir definitely introduced me to it. Um, it's a very hard film to find. Like I was like we had that conversation before we start recording, but yeah, due to like cop uh, like copyright uh violations and just crazy drama, this film is like hard to get your hands on. But luckily someone came through on YouTube and posted the full movie. And I think you can if you're lucky enough, you can find a copy of it on eBay. Mm. For I think I found one for Eight, like 15 between 15 to 20 dollars i don't know sometimes people jack their prices up just to be disrespectful but yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> right but i mean it's on there um so a little trivia about the film the movie was a financial success um the budget was like a hundred thousand dollars i believe or between hundred thousand and four hundred thousand, um, it was it actually grossed four million dollars in a month, but was pulled from theaters after the distributor, um, what's that? American International Pictures was accused of copyright violations by Warner Brothers mm. because they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, y'all straight up copy The Exorcist, and they filed a lawsuit. <laughs> It's so funny because my one of my first notes is this is better than the exercise. <laughs> I mean, I, what? <laughs> I mean, like they can't copyright possession and vomiting due to possession just because they popularized it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I if you know me if you listen to my show or like the other show i mean other show i'm a part of that i mentioned that the exorcist is actually (laughs) my number one favorite horror movie Mm -hmm. because it has like some special memories (laughs) people are gonna be like oh hell no were you possessed (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean the Exorcist is a good movie, but Abby, I found myself like enjoying it a little more. It's an easy mm-hmm. watch. It doesn't drag on. It gets right to the story. I and, agree. And no lie, I chuckled while watching this mm-hmm. movie too. <laughs> like, even my mom, she came in. She was like, what are you watching? And I'm telling her, and there was like a couple scenes. She's like, what in the world? And she's just like, <laughs> what is this but yeah and, and i mean um more trivia girdler himself told um the louisville courier journals like sure we made abby to comment on the shirt tail of the exorcist and then he also mentioned that the movie was also inspired by 1968 film rosemary's baby i could i see that i see that 
I see like a lot of different inspiration in this film, actually. And I see like better versions of the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um let's so like the beginning of the film. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but the beginning of the film opens up with William Marshall's character. Um, I'm just call him, I'm gonna call him Professor Bishop because he's he's all types of things. Like um and he's at a park with like some of his college students and he's telling them like, yeah, I'm getting ready to go on my trip to Nigeria for this um for this dig. I wanna find this artifact and the kids are like really excited, like, come on, open up your present. Like <laughs> this whole scene, I'm like, if y'all don't hurry up and open up this present, please just open up this present so they can be quiet. <laughs> like one girl was like super excited about it. She was. But like mm-hmm. with this <laughs> but with this opening scene, there is a lot of foreshadowing. There's the whole dialogue about what he's looking for, the meaning behind the artifact, and then with the present the students give him is a cross. And there's like a, like just a, a stand, like not a stand, but a hold on the, the present, like it's a cross. And like the, they just focus on it. So you're like, oh, that's going to come into play later on in the film. Yeah, that was huge. It was huge. It was shiny. It was glistening in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and then there's one thing I noticed um, when they hand him the cross, him and and one of the students, like, full blown kiss on the lips. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. When I seen it, I was like, what? (laughs) I had to rewind back because I was like, I know this. So what the devil? <laughs> like I can understand, like a peck on a cheek, or a hug, or something. But no, she. Mm-mm. They they kissed. Teacher's I'm pet. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so the we move on to Africa, um. Garrett is on his dig and he comes across the artifact, which is um is show um yeah, is uh, a carving of Eshu, who is the the African demon of like sexuality and what happens when you become too nosy and mess with things you should be messing with? All hell breaks loose. So the, the artifact opens up and a gush of wind knocks everyone out and somehow the spirit travels over like the Atlantic Ocean and made its way to Indiana and possesses Abby. <laughs> how it how it reached over to Atlantic, I don't know. No idea. <laughs> but then we're introduced to um, Emmett who is... Um, Garrett's son and his wife Abby, they are just inherited a house. Um, Emmett is a reverend. Abby just got her certificate for marriage counseling and she works a lot for the church and they're just super excited about their new house. And you could tell like with Abby's character, she's just so happy and just full of life. She loves her family. She loves her husband. 
and she's just very excited for the new blessings in her life. So slowly, um, the spirit starts to take over Abby. She seems fine, but during a specific shower scene, the spirit just takes over her and then uh, she becomes possessed. So with this film, like I said, it does get straight to the point very quickly. It's an easy watch. And for the rest of the film, we're just following um, Emmett, trying to figure out, like, what's going on with his wife. He contacts his father, who's still overseas, and says, like, look, Dad, I'm struggling. Something's going on with Abby. Like, I really need your help. One of my, I want to talk about one of my favorite scenes. (laughs) Let's get to it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I, I shouldn't be laughing, but I, I, I did. It's like the second night or whatever, and Emmett's like in the mood, and he comes out into the bedroom like, hey, honey, and he starts like reciting some things to Abby, and Abby's like, what the hell is that? Like, I don't want you, you weak, like you can't satisfy my needs. <laughs> and straight straight up kicks him in the groin. Wow. <laughs> I, for some reason, that scene just cracks me up. <laughs> because seeing somebody in pain is hilarious. <laughs> well, like, if you notice, like, throughout the whole film, it just seems like anytime, like, Emmett is, like, in the same room as Abby, she just goes off. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he disturbs the whole piece. <laughs> <clears throat> I um one of my favorite scenes is the the shower scene actually when she gets possessed because it kind of reminds me of Psycho in a sense but I think oh, it's yeah. shot a little bit better sorry I just got a text oh but, no you're fine. Um, I think it's shot a little bit better and a little um just a little bit more interesting I, I in general 70s films just always hit for me visually um, but yeah, I, the shower scene is my favorite scene in the whole movie. I oh. think mine, I think mine is the, of course, the one with you know the husband had the towel on and she kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> but the other one was when the friend came over to see how she was doing. <gasps> oh, and she yeah. wanted to play ring around the roses with her. Yes! I was like, <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? I said, lady, get up out of there. <laughs> By that time, I was like, this movie is just perfect. Like, I don't need anything else. <laughs> right. The lady's probably like, like, I'm just trying to be a good, like, Christian woman, like, help a friend out, check on her daughter, but <laughs> literally, as you Macking her and everything. I was like, oh Lord, I said, get out. But yeah, she was just, yeah, she was going real crazy. <laughs> she said a little rhyme too, which I, I, I wish I would have wrote down because I was like, yeah. no, she yes. did not just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, oh my gosh, what's up? And then, like, when her husband like comes home and he's like, oh shit, what happened? And she's just in the bed, like, getting weak. She's like, ah, yeah. Which I could kind of see the similarities between The Exorcist and this film. Like, 
there is a scene the exorcist like with reagan like she does something bad and she's just like giggling in her bed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but <laughs> going back to like that shower scene that was i did like that scene and then i'm like damn that water's getting hella hot is that supposed to mean something because you know everyone jokes around like oh women like to shower on extra hot water so mm-hmm. does that mean we're about to be possessed yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. I like I like hot water. <laughs> I like it. sometimes it really feels like you're about to be possessed though because it just feels so good. Yes. <laughs> My skin is burning and it's amazing. <laughs> I feel extra clean. <laughs> but um yeah, so I think I jumped a little ahead. Okay, so there's a scene. Yeah, before um, Mama's friend gets beat up and killed, <laughs> there was a scene in the church where Abby and like her mom are in the ki- um, are in the kitchen at the church and like they're cooking up dinner, and Abby's like her body started to become like possessed and she stabs her, like slices her wrist and like just freaks out. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of confused because I'm like, is the chicken supposed to be raw or is it supposed to be cooked? And then I realized, oh, it's raw chicken because, like, the sight of blood turned mm. her on. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. <is> crazy. <laughs> and the way she kept licking her lips while she was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, yes. Mm, I'm like, no, no, no one's seeing this? <laughs> Am I the only one who's seeing this? Um, so... After Emmett's like plead for help, like with his father, his father's like, yo, like take her to the ha- hospital ASAP, like something's not right with her. So after a series of tests, Abby has to stay in the hospital. <laughs> and so I couldn't tell with the scene, like, did she purposely mess with the machines? Because she had a, a huge grin on her face. She might yeah, have. She did. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I was just like, why is she grinning? And then it's like, it shows like the machine like going crazy. So I don't know if she like purposely messed with it. So that way the test came out saying like, oh, she's completely fine. I don't know. But so she's held up in a hospital. <laughs> Her She puts on like a, oh, I don't know how, how I want to word this. Sorry. She put, she puts on the front. Okay. Her okay. husband comes in. <laughs> And of course, whenever the husband's in her presence, she's mm-hmm. not having it. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? She just starts cussing him out like, I'm glad you called your daddy because that's what I wanted you to do. Yada, yada, yada. The demon just hates him so much. It's like his he reminds her of her sexual repression. She's just like, no. <laughs> like, just cuss him straight out. So later that night, Abby actually breaks out of the hospital and goes home. And in the meantime, um, Bishop Garrett, Emmett's father, makes his way into town to try and figure out what the hell is going on with Abby. And so there's a scene where they're, um, they're at the house and Abby walks in. She's like, oh, hey, like, I am completely fine. Like, they said, I just walk on through. Like, I can leave, whatever. And she's like... Let's go talk to Paula. And then she's just like, ooh, hey, daddy. Just rub it all over him. 
And the dad's like, oh, hell no. Like, we're not we're not doing this. And tries to put a stop to it. And Abby's like, screw y'all. I'm out. Yeah, the way she darted out that darn house. <laughs> Anytime she leaves somewhere, it cracks me up. Because it's just so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> and she says something slick every single time. <laughs> but she takes the car and she makes her way to, like, to a bar to try to get her Mac on with random guys. <laughs> so at the first bar, she actually runs into one of the church people. I think he's like the, I don't know. What, what was he? <laughs> I do not know. I'm going to be honest with you. I do not know. <laughs> yeah, no. He was part of the church. He works for the church. He's like one of the, the friends of the families. Yeah. And she's like, Oh hey, I see you sitting here all alone. What you doing? Oh, you see, are you finished with your meal? Like I'll be dessert. And she makes a joke like, "Oh, did you bring your hearse?" And he's like, "Oh no, like I have no funeral staff after Easter. I got the limo." <laughs> so she leaves the club with him, and they go some secluded area to get nasty. And <laughs> possessed Abby like pretty much wears him out, and she's just like. Calling, calling him out like you're nothing you're lame you're useless he's like oh gosh you're like don't bring God into this like why do you have to do that and he's just like I'm just so zoned out because of your husband <laughs> and she's like don't be thinking about my husband you see this I'm not married no more he's a loser and she throws the ring and the guy is just still so creeped out and she pretty much kills him and like it just have sex with him in the car and the car starts smoking. <laughs> she so she random. sexed him to death. <laughs> there you go. This movie <laughs> just has no rules. <laughs> and I, I was confused because I'm like, did she break his neck or did she <laughs> sex him to death? Did she do both? I don't know. His soul. <laughs> so she um in the meantime, like Emma's trying to get out, chase out the Abby. So I mean, she took the car. So he stops a random lady driving on the street and takes her car to find his wife. <laughs> and Abby makes her way to another bar and hooks up with another guy. And then she goes to another bar and tries to hook up with two guys at the same time. She's just living her best life on the dance floor, trying to get these dudes. <laughs> And this is when we reach like the the climax and the finale of the film. Emmett, Abby's brother, and um, Bishop, they find Abby at the bar and the father per, uh, performs an exorcist to get Abby back to normal and rid the demon. Which works. Um, and that the movie concludes with Abby and Emmett getting ready to go on a vacation and Live happily. <laughs> Very wholesome. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Very wholesome ending. Yes. Yeah. So, what? <laughs> so, I don't want to go with this. Like, what were some of your like thoughts going? Like, what were you thinking of? Like, watching this movie. I. Mm-hmm. 
just noted a lot of the references. Like I said, like a lot of things that I knew was inspired by or things that it reminded me of, like the scene where she's down in the basement kind of reminded me of The Conjuring. A lot of this reminded me of The Conjuring, actually. Like you move into a new house and you suddenly get possessed. Uh But also it's so funny. Like it's genuinely creepy and shot well and actually have a lot of great lines and a lot of great things to say. But it's also really like funny and camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um that's what it had to remind me. That's the first thing that popped in my head when I had watched it was The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding the movie reference, um, I do think it's entertaining, and there were some scenes that I was just like, you know, like what are you doing? Like, like <laughs> Abby's brother, he was on the phone. And he was talking to Abby's husband, and he and the brother was worrying about that damn stolen car. And I'm like, your sister is possessed now. <laughs> like, don't worry about that. <laughs> you need to know where the hell your sister is so you can sit there and Bishop and all them can just you know cure her. But but yeah, um, there are a lot of references to that movie, um, and it's just a, it's an entertaining, fun movie though to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. I um, yeah, like um, D, like what you say, like it is a creepy film, and like Carol Speed did her thing in this yeah, movie, mm-hmm. like just the facial expressions. Like I would be scared as fuck, like if I was in the mm-hmm. same room with her. Yeah, like just how she's able to like, like be happy and then like just turn a switch and like just yeah. go crazy and just creep you out. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's the one scene when she's trying to do her job, and here comes Emmett. Of course, she's uh, counseling like a young married couple, and she's just having like a genuine conversation. Of course, Emmett comes in, and he just ruins everything. <laughs> and, she, and Abby just snaps, like, you know what? I'm gonna do this, and like just act a fool, and flashes the the married couple. And what cracks me up about the scene is that the couple just sits on the couch like unfazed <laughs> like yeah they casual <laughs> right like they didn't try to get their bags and leave like they just sat on the couch like what <laughs> but yeah i really i really do like this movie and i just i kind of think it's it's petty of the film industry trying to like put a stop to this movie saying like oh it's just a straight up rip off like there are so many movies that are similar to each other but do we see them trying to ban them or no. take them out of movie theaters no they just did it because it was black <laughs> <laughs> there you go and they made a lot of money uh-huh because I'm just like look at all like the Frankenstein movies the Dracula movies like yeah. There's just so many films that favor each other. Yeah. And that's okay. Because and if I, that movie would have... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you can go ahead. <laughs> uh, if that movie would have had flopped, Warner Brothers wouldn't be suing them. But uh-huh. since it was a huge success, they decided, hey, they're making too much money. Let's pull the <laughs> yeah. plug on. <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe if they didn't do that, this movie would have more of a cult following because it's crazy to me that this isn't more well-known, more well-watched or talked about because it's an amazing Mm -hmm. movie. 
Right, exactly. And I mean, like, it seems like with uh, this film, so after everything seemed to calm down, they're like, oh, we could give you your money, but they waited to after the director passed away. Mm. I'm like, really? Crazy. Yes. Yeah, so like one of the trivias, um, so out of circulation for years after Warner Brothers like sued them, um, so the director and producer of the film, William Girdler, never saw a penny of of it because of the lawsuit, which was settled shortly after, shortly before he died in 1978. Dang. Hmm. And then another another interesting fact: Carol Speed wasn't originally cast for the role of Abby. So there oh. was, uh, I'm not sure who the original actress was, but she decided that she wanted a masseuse. <laughs> it was being difficult. So they're like, we can't do that. Like, no, like you, you gotta go. <laughs> so Speed's agent recommended her to the director and she flew to Louisville and met him the first uh, time on set. Wow. Well, that yeah. was a good choice to pick her, pick Carol mm-hmm. Speed. Yeah, yeah, now I'm, I'm like really curious to know who was the person, like who was the original yeah. actress. Yeah. Like you, re- you really lost the role because you want a, a masseuse? <laughs> yeah, that's awful. <laughs> that's just as bad as like I don't know, people refusing roles for, I don't know, just anything stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, I don't know if y'all heard, like, um, so apparently, like, with some films, like, they're cursed on set. So a lot of, like, mishaps happen and yada, yada, yada. So this actually happened on the set of Abby. And during the time, there was, like, issues with like tornadoes going around the area and like they everyone had to like take cover for some time before they could continue with with production mm-hmm. yeah so like they, like everyone had to like take cover they had to like cover themselves up with like blankets in case like one of the large glasses shutter mm-hmm. like shatter and like got all over the place and then Isn't it- I'm sorry go ahead <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said it seems like every possessed movie is like that. You know, it's like a curse behind the scenes. I would be so scared. Yeah. I would been I would have been terrified. Did you guys watch that show on Shudder on um, the cursed episodes? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that I watched that. The Twilight Zone episode creeped me out. Oh, I was crying. Like I legit had to. It's not fun. I had tears like with that episode and I think it was that episode and the crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the crow had mm-hmm. got yeah, to the me. Crow. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, I was shocked. Even though I heard the story, but when they went in depth into that documentary, I was just like, oh my goodness. I was yeah. I was scared. <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen the Twilight Zone movie. And it's like, now that I know what happened, I don't know if I want to see it. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I feel like that would be kind of weird to say that because, like, with The Crow, I love that movie and I'm able to watch it, 
even though I know what happens. Mm-hmm. And it can kind of pinpoint of like exactly when it happens. So I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll get to it eventually. So one last tidbit. William Marshall was very vocal about his unhappiness with the production of the film. Uh, mostly because he was promised a certain script revisions, but was but it never happened. So I'm not sure what kind of revisions he wanted or or what, but it, it made him unhappy. <laughs> hmm. I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was happy with this film. <laughs> yeah, just disappointment all over. <laughs> But, um, any like last remarks about Abby? I just wish more people will watch this movie because I think it's so good. And um, I hope this podcast episode gets people to watch this movie. It's just a lot of fun. And I think it's a good like movie to watch with a bunch of other people too. Yeah, I agree. I think it's um it's a it's a good movie. Like I said, it's entertaining. Um, it's definitely a lot of movie references, and also, you know, you have you know a black all black um characters in that movie, so you have a great lead, and it's yeah. it's pretty good to watch, you know, and it's not a slow burn, you know, it's just straight to the action, to the creepiness and everything. So I really hope that. A lot of people will see this and and enjoy it. Yes, I definitely agree with the both of you. I hope, maybe, fingers crossed, like, it seems like with my show, every time I bring up, like, a lost hidden gem, <laughs> it comes back into the, to the earth and there's, like, a 4K uh, version of it coming out and all that stuff. So, hopefully... They could, I mean, it seems like they That's squashed tragic. the beef and they can start making more copies of it so people can buy it. Hopefully, Shudder can get their hands on it and have it streaming on their service. I mean, they did that with like, they have your Blackula Scream, Blackula Scream, Sugar Hill. Yeah. Like, add Abby to it. Abby deserves to have some yeah. recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks too because of course like the movie where a black woman is a lead and it's about her sexualness is a movie that's getting so just pushed under the radar. Mm-hmm. Yep. And is a good platform to put it on too. Yeah. I wouldn't see any other streaming platform. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be really good. Or Tubi, Tubi too. Yeah, oh, Tubi. Yeah. I love I this Tubi. Mm-hmm. Tubi got some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, it'd be cool to see like a black woman or a team of black women create like a sequel or like a spiritual sequel prequel or something like bring it back by adding to it creating more with it oh that doesn't really happen with like black horror i mean candy man obviously but that's it so far i feel like yeah it would be nice to to have more films come out like there are so many great ideas out there like why not put it on some film like mm-hmm. shoot I would definitely I, I wouldn't mind having an Abby remake or reimagining 
Yeah, I would actually love to see a remake that's not black exploitation, not just because it's bad, but just to see it, you know, just to do it, have it be more creepy, less camp, you know? Right. So with that being said, who would you like to see in the cast? Like, who would you like to be in the starring role of Abby? Oh my God, Abby remake starring <laughs> role. Okay, who would play Abby? You know what? I just watched um, Regina Hall in this miniseries called Nine, I think. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but she did a really good job in that. I don't want to say too much because it would actually spoil, but um, I think she'd be really good as Abby. Okay. Are you talking about Nine Perfect Strangers? Yeah, Nine Perfect Strangers. <gasps> I still haven't yeah. watched that yet. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good series. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I recommend it. And they give her a lot of screen time, which I was not expecting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia Hall would be a perfect fit for this one. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, she'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I think she could really bring on the seriousness too. And you know how like black horror can have humor and not overshadow the horror. Like uh-huh. it doesn't make the movie a dark com- or horror comedy. It's still horror. It's just kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think that could work too. Okay. What about you, D? Oh, not D. Sorry, you already went, Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I was still thinking, but Regina Hall, yeah, that is a perfect one. Uh, the next one, uh, I was going to say Angela Bassett, but I don't know. Ooh, I, I love you some Angela Bassett. Oh, man, I love Angela hey. Bassett. And we can, like, pair her with Denzel as the husband. Oh. See, that would be good. That would be really good. If it happens, give us our money. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Copyright it now, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing that popped in my head was her. But yeah, that would, she would be good playing playing Abby. Hmm. I think I would go with Logan Brownie. Um. Logan Browning. Okay. I, I love her. Uh, ever, ever since Bratz. Yes, I'm a Bratz fan. I I'm love a that huge movie. Bratz fan. Did you watch my comfort <gasps> movies video on YouTube? No. I posted that movie. <gasps> I I saw check Logan it out. Browning. The first thing I thought was Bratz, and it made me sad because I'm like, nobody ever appreciates her. <laughs> I freaking love her. But yeah, so like, I feel like she could. She could definitely flip the switch between like being charismatic and caring and loving and like just switch over to like just evilness and just serious. I mean, she does that with um what, what was that show Hit the Floor? Mm-hmm. Like her character. And what was that? And the perfection. Oh yeah, the perfection. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy ass movie. I literally used to follow her on Instagram because <laughs> I love her that much, but I don't really like following celebrities because it's just all like content stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and when she transitioned to doing more like content stuff, I followed her, but I used to follow her because I loved her so much. <laughs> yes. I um, definitely would like to see her taking over Abby and then like to play her husband. I, I love you some of him. Lakeith Stanfield. 
Oh yes. Oh yeah. Really good. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, uh, add a little bit of that. Perfection. Add a little bit of that. <laughs> but yes. Oh my gosh. So, ladies, I have to ask. Out of huh, out of five ancient artifacts. Oh no, no, let's switch it up. Out of five kicks to the groin, <laughs> what would you rate Abby 1974? And then Selena, would you like to go first? Sure. Hmm. I would rate, I would say a four. Okay, okay. Any last remarks? Um, no, I don't have any last remarks other than I wouldn't mind watching it again, though. <laughs> it was just, it's just, it's just crazy to me how, how they did it, especially the camera movement. It was going back and forth so fast. But, um, but yeah, I think four, four is a, a four out of five. Okay, and I have to ask, should it rise from the dead or stay buried? I think it should rise. I think yeah. everyone should see it and everyone should should enjoy it. Yeah, I think it should rise. Awesome. And what about you, D? Out of five kicks in the groin. I give it four kicks in the groin. Yes, yes, yes. And any final remarks? I just want people to go see this movie. Um, and I, it took me by surprise entirely. I thought that I would not be into it, but also I do love seventies horror. I have yet to be disappointed by a seventies horror film. So yeah. Yes. It should arise from the dead or stay buried. It definitely should rise from the dead. Like I want it to right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. I want a copy right now in my right hands. Now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely tag along. Um, I'll give it four kicks in a groin out of five. And it should definitely rise from the dead. Like I said, we have so many amazing, like, black exploitation horror films that get so much love. So why not give Abby that same amount of love, love too? Mm -hmm. um, like, if it wasn't for the horror noir documentary, documentary I would have, like, ever. Yeah. Uh, knew about the film mm -hmm. um, but it definitely should deserve so much love stop being petty and give the people what they want yes. <laughs> what they need right, what they need exactly mm -hmm. and, that's, and that's why I like 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 my show like that's why I love about the premise of my show like just bringing light to all these hidden gems that des that deserve it Yeah, like so many people put their their heart and soul into making these films and it's just a shame that something crazy just stop stop it from being seen like by so many fans like that's yeah. that's not fair that's not right like everyone deserves to have their their art be shown I agree so yeah. um yeah. If y'all are interested in finding this movie, there's a copy of it on YouTube. Just type in um, Abby 1974 uh, full film. It should be the first thing. Uh, so shout out to the person that 
took their time in uploading that movie onto YouTube and making it available for everyone to watch it. Um, I'll definitely keep my eye out on buying a physical copy of it because I want it in my collection. I want that copy being next to my copy of Sugar Hill. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so before we end the show, ladies, would you mind plugging your amazing work so my listeners can go out there and check y'all out? Sure. Um, You can follow, well, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have, um, the name is Welcome to the Dark Side. Um, My Instagram is Welcome to the Dark Side underscore. And my Twitter is To the Dark Side underscore. To the Dark Side. (laughs) (laughs) And D? Um, I am on Twitter at ghosty, that's G-H-O-S-D-E-E, like ghosty ghost. Um, My channel is ghosty, and I recently became consistent and changed my Instagram name to ghosty, but with the zero because somebody stole my name. Um, I might change that to an underscore, pending name, (laughs) but (laughs) right now ghosty with the zero on Instagram as well. Yes, awesome. So listeners, make sure you check out these fabulous ladies. Make sure give them a like, subscribe to all their work. And for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. That's Ash with the X in the middle, Ashes. And if you have any ideas, any suggestions, questions, or if you want to be a guest on my show, shoot me an email at risefromthedeadpod at gmail.com. Once again, ladies, thank you so much for being on my show and celebrating Black History Month by reviewing Abby. Thank y'all so much. It was a blast, and I would love to have you both back on in the future. Thank you so much for for having me. I I really appreciate talking to you guys. Yeah, I enjoyed this time. I love that we also all enjoy horror because of our family. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to our families. Yeah, do it again. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, listeners, this is Rise from the Dead podcast. Bye.